Uh, but welcome everyone to Con Culture Podcast. We have a special guest this week. Unfortunately, Gigi is still in the Amazon trying to look for the lost city of gold. I think she'll find it. Told you she's <laughs> never going to find faith. it. Nope. I have faith. I burned half the map. <laughs> it's not going to stop her. It won't stop her. She will overcome. Uh, but we have an amazing guest this week, and we're super excited to get to know more about her, her cosplay journey. So everyone, if you would please welcome Hannah Dove to the show. So we had the sound effect. <laughs> we need the, yes, we need the arrow. Oh, I, I usually make it. I just do it because I'm too poor to afford no gato. Like our buddy Sergio, who has it. He has a cool. I was watching his stream because he, he has several podcasts. I think he has a wrestling podcast, a movie podcast, and uh, one more. He's going to kill me. Oh, the food podcast. He's. Oh. Then the podcast. Yes. He's living the, the dream, Hannah, because he literally takes like road trips that are a week long and he travels like the best restaurants in the U.S. And then he podcasts about it. Oh, I'm like, what? Like, kind of. Yeah, exactly. Guys. Exactly like that. He's always in route to Flavortown. And I'm just so jealous. It's <laughs> a frequent visitor <laughs> of Flavortown. <laughs> Meanwhile, we're, we're headed to cons. All our travel content is us heading to cons eating at Bucky's. That's pretty much it. <laughs> and Waffle Houses. I could always eat at a Waffle House. I need to always stop. It's a thing. It's an obsession. I'm a bit of an addict for Waffle House, but we're not here to talk about my weird obsessions. <laughs> not tonight. Not, tonight. <laughs> not this podcast. But yeah, um, Hannah, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for coming on. I know we did have an interview with you at, <laughs> at Comic Palooza. But unfortunately, yes. uh, the real story, we made up the Amazon jungle thing, guys. I'm sorry. We made the real reason Gigi's in here. She couldn't show her face after she messed up this previous. Apparently interview greatest interview she ever like, had. She was just like, she fired, she fired yeah, herself. It basically. was pretty rough. Oh. <laughs> My brothers in chat. I can always tell as soon as the no one likes y'all fat ass <laughs> comes out. He's my baby brother. Um, Think of think of like Thor and Loki. That is probably the best, <laughs> the best description. One's happy, fun loving, the other one's always trying to kill the older brother. Yeah, that's our relationship. I love him. He's a he's a dork. But what I'm trying to remember which con again was it that we had this um infamous interview with um that was silent. That was Comic Palooza. Excuse me, Comic Palooza. Okay. I remember she came back and she's that's like, right. Oh my god, guys, I think I messed up. I was like, what? What's like, what's so wrong? And she's like, oh my God, like I got this great interview and the audio is just not there. Like, I don't know what I did. I was like, like it's simple. You'll time. have to just, redub <laughs> you'll have to be Hannah and redub the whole interview, but I need you to get, I see, would that be, <laughs> you know what? I hope she kept the footage because how funny would that be having you dub it over and just be like, yeah, these are my answers right. and just totally change it. <laughs> exactly. Bonus 100%. I'm the strong one and you're the weak one and dumb one. Okay. He can't type, but poor kid. We got him hooked on phonics. He's working on it. Yeah. He is very aggressive. I, I, I don't care. He's commenting. That's all I care about. Yeah. You know, you, you know why? Because his comments are now on screen. And Levi's in there. Nice to see you, Levi. Trey looking yummy. Oh, Levi. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> As you can see, we're very distracted by compliments, Hannah. We don't get them much. Told you we don't squirrels. get them much, so we squirrels. soak them in. But let speaking of Comic Palooza, um, we'll we'll start with that. We'll kind of start. No, no, no. We should start with how you got into cosplay. What? Where did you begin? Yes. Who dragged you into this world? And you, who's, who's responsible, responsible for this? Pretty much. <laughs> sure. Sure. So let's see, I went to uh, two cons in high school. So like between, what was that, 2014, 2018. And um, it was actually Fan Expo Dallas. At the time, it was still known as, I think it was still known as Dallas Comic Con mm -hmm. or something like that. But then they changed it to Fan Expo Dallas. But it used to have an old name of like Dallas Comic Con yeah. or something like that. Um, so when I was in high school, I went to that um, cosplaying Ray from Star Wars. And that was actually pretty cool because I, I just remember I got like a Party City Ray costume and then my wonderful grandma, who's like really great at sewing, kind of like 
redid parts of it for me so it actually looked like really nice and so that was like a special you know cosplay in my heart and um so I just had those two con experiences and then that was it um but then the you know the pandemic hit and I'd always been interested in cosplay especially because I loved cosplaying Ray at the con so much so when the pandemic hit TikTok was really you know gaining traction and I saw like so many people cosplaying on it and I don't know I just never seen that before like I guess I'd seen cosplayers every once in a while on Instagram but I don't know it was just like oh my gosh like people are cosplaying just like on a regular basis like you don't have to be a cons for it which is great because we're all locked down right now and I have nothing else to do I'm stuck inside <laughs> so this could be like the perfect opportunity to finally dive into cosplay because I've always been like super yeah. interested in it so yeah I just started cosplaying on TikTok from there um with I had Ray still and then I had Belle from Beauty and the Beast because I use her for like nonprofits um, here where I live in Texas. And uh, then I started watching anime. So oh. <laughs> like, another rabbit yeah. hole. So you fell into one rabbit hole down no, another. Like, like, <laughs> like Inception. Yeah. Quarantine launched me into cosplay. It launched me into anime. So, you know, then I started cosplaying from anime. And now that's mostly, you know, obviously what I cosplay from. Uraraka was actually one of my first anime cosplays. I think she was technically my second anime cosplay so she's been with me for a while and she's very special to me so I love her but yeah so then since then you know I've just been cosplaying on Instagram TikTok I go to cons I've been fortunate enough to go to three so far this summer and uh it's been or four I think I've been to four. Oh wow didn't even realize that but yeah so it's, it's years it's gone by yeah literally it's been okay great. I want to know which which ones have you been to this year you said you've been to four yeah yeah so i'm pretty sure it's four so i went to uh fan expo dallas in what was that may i think which that was great because that was my first time going back to the con since i'd been in high school so it was like a return to like my home con i guess and like you know my was first it bigger than you remember because i love everything about fan expo dallas it's so well run I love Fan Expo Dallas. Oh, it's so great. It's, it's probably, it's definitely one of my favorites. It's so big and wonderful and everyone there is so awesome. Um, I'm trying to remember who I cosplayed there. I did, I brought out my female Deku. I brought out Shinobu and I brought, oh, that's where I debuted Ahsoka. Duh. That's where I debuted oh, my nice. Ahsoka cosplay. And so that was a, Again, now I'm going to be the one like rabbit holing and going Please down and telling do. you something different. It's what but, we do here. It's what we do. Also, if you see me like looking around, it's my cat is like up here on the table now and very curious. I'm trying. You to may hear Trey's dogs <laughs> in the background. The boys will make an appearance. Just yeah. they are aggressive barkers. I think they're a great security oh. team. He says they need to keep it down. I don't know. It's been working too much. <laughs> so after Fan Expo Dallas, what no, other three did you go to? Yeah, well, okay, so Fan Expo Dallas, oh yeah, I was going to say, I debuted Ahsoka there, and that was like a special one for me, because uh, Ashley Eckstein was there. And oh, that's right. Ahsoka, and I've actually met her a couple times, because I absolutely adore her, like, I cannot overstate my love for Ashley Eckstein, she's wonderful, and like, everything that I want to be, so I've met her a couple times before mm -hmm. at different events, um, but I really wanted to meet her finally as Ahsoka, and I wanted to finally cosplay Ahsoka, because she was my dream cosplay for so long, but she really intimidated me. But I was like, okay, I have to do this. Like, this is my home con. The first con I went to, she's going to be here. I need to do this. So I got to debut her on Friday. Um, and actually, I have a little bit more of a story for that if y'all want to hear about that later. All day. But um, so then after that, I went to, I guess the next one was Comic Palooza. Another big one. Yeah. Another big one. I, that was my first Comic Palooza. Um, I was invited kind of, well, my friend lives in Houston. So she was like, you can just stay with me, you know, come on down and stay with me. So that was really great. Um, and so got to do like a group cosplay with her, like a pair cosplay, I guess. So she was Tails and I was Amy from, you know, Sonic. And she'd also been with me to Fan Expo. Um, her name's Mandy. She's been like my con buddy. And she's just one of my best she's friends. she's awesome. She just but, recently so followed us on Instagram. Like as soon as we announced you as a guest, she yeah. followed us. So like follow back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's wonderful. Everyone follow Mandy. Um, but she's she's super great. And uh, so yeah, Comic Palooza was awesome. It was, a, again, like you said, another big con. But I don't know. I, I love big I cons. Think. I think they're... So, it's a yeah, different energy. 
Yeah, exactly. So Comic Palooza was super great. And then after that, I went to um, Celebrity Fan Fest in San Antonio. So that was great. Got to see the podcast yep. there. And it was also my boyfriend's first con. Um, so that was really fun. He was kind enough to cosplay with me because he's just the sweetest. So we were Spider-Man and Spider-Gwen. And that was really, really fun. Yeah. And then uh, just had Colossal Con this past weekend in uh, Round Man, Rock. So. You made the rounds yeah. all around Texas. Have you had the opportunity to go to a con outside of Texas yet? Not this year, but uh, last year I was in Florida for all of the fall semester because I was actually in a... I was working at Disney World for the Disney College program. So, yeah, so I got to go to MegaCon, which that was my first con. Like, oh, that con is huge. Yeah. It's huge, <laughs> but, it, oh, it's so much fun. And I got to, like, that was my first one where, you know, it was coming back in the pandemic. So it was my first con since high school, since the pandemic. And I got to meet, like, so many of the amazing mutuals that I, you know, made on TikTok in the years since the pandemic started. So that was great. So yeah, I got to go to um, MegaCon last year and then Holiday Mitsuri, another huge one. And I'm, maybe I'm kind of trying to go again this December. So we'll nice. see. <laughs> I keep telling yeah. one, he's the biggest Christmas holiday fan <laughs> I know. And like, that is your convention. I am. It's a I, great. I may have a slight fixation with, with <laughs> the holiday <laughs> of Christmas. <laughs> Have you I been have to not, Holiday Mitsuri? I have not, but Trey has told me stories. It's so good. And if it's going to be in the same place as it was last year, which I'm pretty sure it is, the venue is beautiful. Like, the hotel is, yeah. is beautiful. Do all the Christmas decorations, trees, you name it. Yeah, big old tree. It's awesome. And everyone has, like, their holiday – or not everyone, but some people have, like, <laughs> holiday variations on their cosplays, and it's just it's super cute Christmas and cool to Maui. see. Santa Maui. I can I can mm-hmm. Exactly. A giant candy cane instead of the fish hook. Exactly. That'd be awesome. That makes a lot of sense. We might have to fix that in because, yeah, so cons are amazing. Now I'm all (laughs) thinking and brainstorming. I I did not want to go down that rabbit hole. Um, So you've gone to a bunch of amazing cons, but one thing that you mentioned that is super awesome is how much of an outlet TikTok was for kind of everybody when we were in lockdown, but especially in cosplayers. With cosplayers, it's cool to see them now be able to kind of meet mutuals, people they've been collabing with, duetting, stitching. You're now able to see them and meet them, and it's like, holy sh! You, you're a person. I love seeing those moments. Yeah. So I'm glad that you were able to experience. Yeah. Uh, TikTok became the common. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, it's been really awesome. Like, it definitely is one of my biggest creative outlets. Like, I love getting into you know the makeup and filming videos and like telling stories through the videos or just, you know, having fun, vibing, all that stuff. But honestly, the friends that I've made, like the community is so amazing. I mean, I met um, my best friend on TikTok. Her name is Ray. And uh, I, she just duetted one of my videos one day. And then we just started talking and we've been best friends ever since. She literally last uh, spring, we were both having online classes because Mm -hmm. of quarantine. And so Mm -hmm. I was like, what if you came down to Texas to live with me? And she did. So we lived together what? all last Oh, wow. Spring. Yeah, we had a little apartment and lived together all last spring. And uh, she actually just came for a visit last week. She came down to see me. So, I mean, she's just one of my, she's just one of my very best friends. I absolutely love her. And I met her because of TikTok. And then my friend Kayla, another one of my best friends, who I went to Colossal Con with this past weekend, met her on TikTok. And so she flew in and <laughs> stayed with me and went to the con with me. And I have another friend named Danny who I met through TikTok and turns out she lived really close to me. So, you know, we got together and we chat and honestly, like most of my best friends are cosplay friends. It's just been TikTok really from like a year ago was awesome. Cause we got to interview so many, we couldn't be in person anymore. So we kind of took the podcast the way it is now to be able to interview people right. from, outside of our town before it was a lot of our local friends some of which were in the comments uh we have ali b cosplay in the comments and outlaw bishop oh wow blowing it up cosplay, who's got her own stream going now we would interview kind of friends and we made this giant friend group of in-town cosplayers that we all kind of just support each other and 
hang out. But TikTok expanded that, and we got to have people on the show like Jennings Brower, um, Caitlin. Mm. Uh, who else have we had? We've had Tommy Knight, uh, Midwest Avenger, uh, Night Mage, like so many amazing, awesome cosplayers that we've been able to connect with because of TikTok. Right. It made it so easy to just kind of approach and like do it, like you said, just do at something and then y'all vibe off a of mutual interest. And that that was just I love everything about that app and it allowed us to make even more friends. So now we can have individuals such as yourself yeah. on here and hopefully Mandy now since we're friends. Yes, y'all should yeah. have love her. She's amazing. Nice. So <laughs> of all your cosplays, I know like before I used to ask what's your favorite cosplay, but it's so hard as Trey told me, so hard to pick a favorite just because they're all yes, picking children. Like picking children. So what are what are your some of your most memorable cosplays from your cosplay run that you've done? Mm-hmm. Definitely Ahsoka. Um, she's definitely one of my favorites and one of my most memorable just because I she like I said, she was my dream cosplay for so long. I really wanted to do her even though I was so scared of like the body paint. Like I had to learn how to block out my eyebrows, you know, I had to like a lot of orange for it and um but it's, she's a character that means a lot to me. She's definitely my favorite character, like, ever out of all media. I grew up with her with Clone Wars, and I've been, you know, like, so, like, when I was a teenager, I was watching her as a teenager on Clone Wars and then kept watching her into, like, Rebels and now Mandalorian, and she's just always had a super special place in my heart. I actually have my little backpack sitting right here. So yes. There she is. I love but, it. That's awesome. <laughs> but, uh, so... Yeah, so she's just very special to me. Um, so that was definitely a big one. Miss um, Uraka right here. I love her. She's just one of my first ones. And I just always feel very like comfortable and confident in her. And she's just really fun to do because she's just like a cute, bubbly character. Um, I also really like my Shinobu um, from Demon Slayer. I always feel pretty in her. Like just the ones that I feel like pretty and confident in. Are always great like it's it's great to just feel like empowered and you know what you're wearing what you look like and and what you're doing you know just they give you that confidence boost to kind of embody that character and have their confidence so yeah definitely i think those three are three of my like most favorites and, it, and like most memorables but it, it is, is 100 of a transition that i see people because when i see them in their cosplays that they love they get to be someone else and it is a different confidence level that comes out of them and then i know them out of cosplay and it's like you're nothing like you are when you're in cosplay, it does give you this awesome sense of confidence that I love to see out of mm -hmm. all my friends who cosplay. I love to see when they're able to just kind of let loose and be someone else. They don't have their concerns. They don't have their yeah. usual worries. They're just that character and they get to cosplay as it. So I do love seeing that on a regular basis. So you've exactly. been to so many cons, but you mentioned Colossal Con specifically. We, like I said, were unable to go. Really, really looking forward to it. Hopefully, uh, they allow us to go next year because um, I definitely want to. We already were almost booking, but last minute, we were unable to go. Um, we had friends who went. CM Cosplay uh, was one of our friends who was there, and he was, we were super excited to kind of hang with everybody, but it was not meant to be. Yeah, life happens. Life happens. But I do want to know how it went. I've seen so many, hundreds of amazing cosplay photos in the Colossal Con group that they have on Facebook. But what was your experience at Colossal Con? How did you like it? You've been to Fan Expo. You've been to Comic Palooza. What did this compare? I know it's a smaller one, but what was your thoughts on it? Yeah, it was really, really fun. And of course, you know, it was great to have Kayla there with me. And that was the my TikTok friend. Um, and that was our first time actually meeting in person. So that was awesome. It's something we've been wanting to do for a while. And we got to do um, like matching cosplays on Friday and Saturday. So Friday we were Toru and Momiji from Fruits Basket. And then Saturday we were Kuromi and My Melody from like the Hello Kitty and Friends Sanrio franchise. So that was really awesome. Um, Sunday we weren't matching. I was Uraka and she was uh, Yosuno from Bungo Stray Dogs, but she looked awesome. But it was, yeah, it was really great. Like the, I wish the artist alley was bigger. That was like my one qualm. It's just, cause I don't know, like the dealer's hall was pretty big, but the artist alley wasn't as big. And for me, like, I just love artist alley. Cause I love getting like unique merch that you can't get anywhere else because it's, you know, an amazing artist did it. And I love seeing like artists takes on characters and the way they draw them and all that stuff. 
but it was a really cool con. Like everyone was super awesome. It was like laid out well. The I mean, it was in this giant resort, um, Kalahari. It's, I think yeah, it's yeah. called Kalahari, and uh, had like a huge indoor water park. Apparently, it's the largest indoor water park yep. in the U.S. Uh, and I've never been to a con that had a water park event or like you know like swimsuit cosplays. So that was something new for me, and it was really cool. And I actually wasn't planning on doing like a swimsuit cosplay until last minute when I kept seeing people posting their lineups and so many of them had so you had to throw one together last minute yeah I was like okay well now I feel like I have to do it but like I I want to do it like that'd be really cool so I ordered an Uraka swimsuit so I did a swim Uraka when they had um a an after hours event at the water park Mm -hmm. on Saturday so they just had it open to just Colossal Con attendees from 11 p.m. to yeah. 3 a.m. So, yeah, wow. so we went and did that. And it was really cool. Like, I, I posted one of them already to my Instagram, but I got some really awesome photos of my swimsuit Uraka with by this guy who was nice enough to take my pictures because I just went up to him and I was like, hey, do you think we could get some pictures? Like, I'll totally pay you, of course. But, like, you know, do you think you could take some? And he was so nice. He was like, you don't have to worry about paying me. Like, I got you. So he was super, super sweet. His name was Ryan. Super sweet guy. But, um. Yeah, so it was just really awesome to do that and like to see everyone else's swimsuit cosplays, like the creativity that comes out when you're like representing a character in like their non-canon, you know, wear. It's just always really cool to see. Kind of like the holiday cosplays at Holiday Midsuri. Like it's cool to see people's like spins and variations. So honestly, a lot of it, I was just looking around like, wow, oh my gosh, that's so cute. That's so cool. And like the uh, beach episode and everything. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> At the wave pool, you know, there's like the big screen, you know, because wave pools always have like a TV and like screen above it for some reason. Um, and they were just playing like just a compilation of like anime, like beach episodes. I mean, not like in full, but like awesome. clips, like clips from it. And there was like a DJ, That's and so awesome. it was really cool. But yeah, I definitely uh, go back. It was really fun, and I definitely like go back and do another swim cosplay because that was just like a really cool experience. So yeah, that yeah. description went about as good as I thought it was. I miss it so much. I feel like I missed. <laughs> I feel like I missed out just looking at the photos. But your description, the FOMO. yes, I am. FOMO I am peanut butter and right jelly now. right now. So bad. <laughs> next yeah, next no, year. for sure. Because we got invited the first inaugural year, but COVID was really high. We just thought it not best. <sighs> And then this year we got invited and life got in the way. So nothing is going to get in the way of my Colossal Con next year. I don't care if I got to pay to get in this time. I will do it. I I will definitely. (laughs) That's kind of how it works. Well, no. The past two times we've been invited as press and we've just been unable to fulfill it. And they've been sweet enough to just like retry. Like, you sure? (laughs) Yeah, that's awesome. Oh, and I will say too... I think all cons should have this, and I loved it. Is there was this specific, I guess, group that had they set up like mm-hmm. photo booths, like like photo yeah, they're like sets. And it, yeah, and it was so cool. So there was one that was kind of like water, like under the water, because you know, the water park and everything. And then there was like a school one and like a fairy, like outdoor mushroom one. And then my favorite was just this little set that you could get in, and it was like clouds. So I got like some really great pictures of Uraka in there. I haven't gotten them back yet, but like I've seen the previews and oh my gosh, I'm so excited for just like floating in the clouds. And I don't know, I've never been to a con with that. And it's such a little thing, but I'm like, oh my gosh, it's all cons huge. need this. Like this is so you cute. somewhere to take photos. Awesome. We actually threw one yeah. uh, in San Antonio. It was called Countdown City Comic Con, where that was an original thing that we kind of did was we threw sets up. Like I cosplayed Beast yeah. and my friend Lindsay cosplayed Belle. And we were literally in front of a castle that they constructed so people could kind of take photos with uh, us. We had like a cityscape where Batmans could kind of pose on top of a building. Like, yeah, that's so cool. I love that. I think that's great. Like, I know that like pretty much all the cons I've been to, they have like, you know, their designated like Star Wars area and they have backdrops. Yeah. And that's so cool. But it's like, let's get more backdrops. Like, that's so fun. Some more generic yeah. stuff for the characters. Yeah. Uh, and like 3D ones, like the one there. Because yeah. sometimes, you know, cons will just have a, like, a, banner. a printed image of like yeah. a castle or something. Yeah. But it's so cool when it's like an interactive thing. Like at the school, like I got to like sit yes. in the desk and I don't know. So whatever group that was, shout out to them. For they real. Awesome I saw some My Hero settle. ones that look great in the school. They totally fit in theme. Like it was, it was dope. Yeah. It was really cool. They did an awesome job. So big kudos and shout out and thanks so to them. So Colossal Con, <laughs> two thumbs up. It was great. Yeah, lots of fun.
Man, I can't wait. But uh, that's not the only that that segues us into our con news. Um, but that's not the only con that is uh, con news we're going to discuss. Fan Expo Dallas is bringing back Dallas Fan Festival. So the weekend of October mm-hmm. in Irving, Texas, in the Irving Convention Center, I believe it's going to be. Um, they're going to be hosting uh, the Fan Festival, which is going to be Halloween themed because it is the weekend of October 14th, which is my birthday. So I will be in Dallas for my birthday celebrating with everybody ah. doing. <laughs> and what's funny is I'm a wuss, Hannah. I have zero tolerance <laughs> for spooky things. Why do you want to do this? Because Trey, because my wife con. loves spooky <laughs> stuff, and and we were in Houston, and I didn't let her go to a horror fest because I was like, no, miss me with that. But now it's okay. I'm okay. I'm a baby about it. Never been in a haunted house in my I'm life. I'm a total like, wuss. I just I don't. I'm no thank you. I don't like the trauma. I am definitely a, a boy scout in that regard and a wuss, but. This seemed really cool. Like they're having a pumpkin carving contest. They're having scariest cosplay. Everything's Halloween themed. People already like dressing up for Halloween. So I think this is just another excuse mm-hmm. to go all out and cosplay. And Fan Expo always puts on amazing events. Uh, they haven't announced guests yet. Yeah. But October 14th, that is definitely where I will be in Dallas. October 14th weekend, guys. So be sure to get out there. Um, if you, if we see you out there, Hannah, I'll, I'll take your photos. I've been, I've been getting into <laughs> photography because of Trey and our other friend Yira. They're so talented at taking photos that I now am diving into it. And it's kind of awkward yeah. asking people, but I found that cosplayers are really receptive to you wanted to do almost like a mini shoot with them if they don't know you. And the, once they get to know you, they're like, yeah, we could shoot me anytime. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's always like, it's always very flattering and nice when a photographer comes up and asks mm-hmm. to take your picture because you're like, oh, they, they like, you know, like what I did. So, and like all the photographers I've worked with have been, have been like so sweet. So it's that, always great. Awesome. But yeah, yeah. I'm hoping that I can come to Fan Days. I've, because I've been to, you know, mm-hmm. Fan Expo Dallas three times now, um, but I've never been to their fan festival. So I'm, I'm hoping that I can make it out there, even though I also am like not a big spooky <laughs> person. I still, I still hope. Yeah, (laughs) I think it'll be a lot of fun. Hopefully we can see you there because I know we saw you at Celebrity Fan Fest at the Superhero Car Show. Um, I wasn't able to see you in Houston because I, at that time, was in Corpus. We did a divide and conquer, Gigi and I, because we we do get, thankfully, we're fortunate. We get invited to so, so many cons across Texas. Um, Our favorite one we like to attend, one of our favorite ones we like to attend, if you like Fan Expo events, you have to go to Fan Expo Denver. They used to be, yes. it used to be its own con and it was phenomenal. Probably one of the best cons we've ever been to there. It's put on by right. teachers. So the author section alone was massive and they had big, big name authors and big name comic book artists. Italy. Artist Alley was huge, but everyone was uh, recreationally chill when we went because it was, <laughs> it was legal so we get there and there's like a long line for some of the foods and alcohol booths and nobody was complaining. There was no arguing. Everybody was ironically chill as they didn't yeah, know where they, they were. were. They were they were in a line. <laughs> they don't even know why. But it, it, everything That's it. They remembered once they got yeah. to the front of the line. Oh a, yeah, hot dog. That July. one was in July this year. It was July first, I think. Okay. I really hope that I can go next mm-hmm. year. Hang on, my cat it's, is it's about to take out a Uh-oh. lamp. He's trying to chew on my. Uh, I, I'm going to be cosplaying Mitsuri from Demon Slayer soon, Uh-oh. and so her wig is sitting over there, and he decided to, uh, yeah. to chew on it. So. <laughs> That's not going to be a good look on the finished product. It's my cat yeah. tool. He likes my wigs, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, cats love playing with stuff like that. So mm-hmm. we don't just have con news, guys, even though there are tons going on in the con event. Um, I know there's one in town. Big Texas Comic Con just made another announcement that now escapes me. But we're hopefully going to be there for that one. San Japan is in a couple of weeks. Uh, do you have any plans to? I should ask you that, Hannah. What cons looking forward do you kind of hope you attend the rest of the year? 
Yeah, so I'm on the fence about San Japan. I'm not sure if I'll be able mm -hmm. to make it, but maybe. Um, and then uh, fan Dallas Fan Days or Fan Fest, whatever they call <laughs> it. But I'm hoping that I um, And then after that, I think hopefully Holiday Mitsuri. So I feel like out of all those three, I'll most likely for sure be at in the Dallas one, the other two are like in the air, but I'm hoping that I can, nice. I can make it. Yeah, that would, that would be really cool. Yeah. Hopefully you can make it to San Japan. I know we're going to try to go. Um, Dragon Con was another one. I know next year we've like stamped on oh, our yeah. list. Yeah. It's a must have night mage. I've been saying that been... for years. I've heard Nightmage says it once. It's okay. No, we'll I told you we were now. going next year to begin with, Trey. Atlanta is not an inexpensive city to stay in. Don't lie to me, Juan. Don't lie to me. <laughs> <laughs> I've already told him we'd go. And I told him I'd go to Hallmat with him, too, because he, he has been telling me about Hallmat. He has a couple friends, uh, the Brothers Cosplay. They are hilarious, great guys. We've had them on the show before, and I definitely want to meet them in person. Yeah. They're really mm -hmm. cool. That's Can I tell you? You're like, no, no, I have a child, and then we have to celebrate his <laughs> birthday, and I'm just like eh. it doesn't help that my son's birthday is December sixth. <laughs> so I, I'll celebrate like we throw the confetti, and then I'll fly off. <laughs> you know what? That reminds me. Actually, I remember now because you said December sixth. It's mm -hmm. around that time. Uh, Anime Frontier in Fort Worth is like the oh, first. That's right. I'm I'm hoping I can maybe make it out to that one. We'll see. Like, if I don't go to Holiday Mitsuri, I'll definitely go to that one, I think. B. So it'll be like... You know, I kind of just yeah. love the city of Dallas. I don't even... I don't spend a ton of time. I'm mostly at the convention. But I found some great, dope food spots in Dallas that I like visiting. Same thing with Houston. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I guess I just like being in new spots. Because I loved Comic Palooza when we went last year. It was so cool. Uh, this mm -hmm. time in Dallas, I definitely am going to the host hotel or being as close as I can be. Because walking in that South Texas heat <laughs> was no joke. No joke. It was no joke. I've seen Trey melt. Yeah. You I weren't even in even. cosplay. I was just in my play. I'm just... <laughs> my play? I was cosplaying as a podcaster. Um, a subpar <laughs> podcaster. But no, yeah. Um, so yeah, we're staying as close as we can. Hopefully we can get to those Dallas ones as well. But when we're not doing cons mm -hmm. in between, we are still consuming all types of nerdy content shows like you spoke about how much you love ahsoka i have a certain fascination mm -hmm. with uh blue a blue boy the scout super guy. the super guy yeah um so what shows right now uh we're gonna call this segment love or hate what shows what shows do you love on television that you're consuming right now hannah that you can't get enough of and which ones are you like which ones do you hate? Which ones are you let down by or just completely passed on because they burned you in the past? Right. Let's see. I'm not, honestly, I'm not watching mm -hmm. too much right now. The main thing right now is She-Hulk um, because I, you know, I love Marvel and I watch all the, the Disney Plus series and I actually really like it. Like I know that myself and many other people were a little worried about the trailers mm -hmm. for it. Not too sure about how yeah. that I go. But I really like it so far. I think it's it's funny, it's entertaining, and like it's just it's very like grounded and just different from the other shows that we have. Like I, I like when Marvel goes outside the box. Like this one is kind of what's the word? Kind of like a not outside looking in, but kind of like in you're in the superhero world, but from like a normal person's yep. perspective, kind of. Um, and like I loved like with WandaVision and Moon Knight how those were different because to me those felt kind of more like character studies and like very character centric and like mental health related and like trauma and all that stuff and so I like I loved it so so far I really like She-Hulk I think it's great um, and then let's see I honestly think She-Hulk is like the main thing that I that I have cool. right now I just watched Scott Pilgrim versus the World last <laughs> night for the first time at that What'd you think? I thought it was fun. Yeah, it was like See, that guy almost directed Ant Man, so that would have been a very yeah. different Ant Man. Yeah, yeah. I thought it, I thought it was fun. All the characters are so horrible, but it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> the vegan powers. Yeah. yeah, I'm with you on She Hulk though. I think it is. I like it. It's funny. Have you seen both episodes? Okay, good, yes. good. Then all three okay. of us have seen it. If you <laughs> haven't, in the comments, you've not. Seen you're on your this. own. 
Come back and Co- like five chat minutes. is dropping some shows right now. I'll mention those in a bit because those are definitely on our list. Um, but yeah, no, She Hulk is funny. I love the fourth wall breaks. They're so true to the character in in its comics origin. And I don't know if anybody caught this, but they may have set up World War Hulk in this episode. If you didn't catch it, when Bruce is talking to her on the phone, he's like, I'm I'm gonna like be out of touch for a while. I'm not gonna be able to be reached for a while. He's in a Sakarian ship flying off to what presumably is Sakar. Where in the comics that is where the events of Planet Hulk take place, and that's where the Earth's heroes accidentally end up murdering his entire family. And he comes back as World Breaker Hulk and just comes to annihilate the Avengers and does a good job of... It's the no, Red it's Hulk, the green right? one, but he's, he's like in a gladiator oh, armor, and he's... Oh, man. He's okay. amazing. I didn't even think about it. Yeah, it's a total, yeah. total drop. And people have been complaining about how soft the Hulk has been. They 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 emasculated the Hulk. Oh my god. And he's gone through a transition. He's there was personal growth, but I think they're gonna give us back that really savage, like world breaker Hulk that's gonna be a villain actually to the Avengers. I'm hoping he's like the second Ultron level big bad in a movie. Cause I think right. it'll be really, really cool. It's a dope story and I think it needs to be told. But she Hulk just as with the character of Jennifer is funny. It's, it's like you said, a different pace. It's, it's her wanting to be an attorney, but also addressing these issues that women face in the work. Like she was hired as a publicity stunt in the latest episode. And she just kind of has to go with it because she needs the job. Roll with it. Yeah. It's it's, it's kind of a metaphor for just objectifying, like hiring a woman because of the way she looks. And because of that, mm-hmm. so I, I do love that they're touching yeah. on that. that. Yeah, she had that great line about um, like controlling her anger, you know, every day when she gets like catcalled or mansplained, and like I thought that was great. She's great. I like really like really like her. Character. Yeah, I know a lot of people. No, a, a small subset of loud people had a problem with it, and the Andrew Tate fans of the world were just like really rev- they were review bombing the show before it aired, and that just piss them off even more i thankfully was raised by amazingly strong women and i love to see it i i have older sisters and i've seen them endure the stuff she's talking about the cat calls when i was too small to help i was just a little boy and they were they were getting cat called as teenagers 13 year old girls they were getting cat called and it's just disgusting stuff that women have to face and i got to see that reality from my side so yeah no that that wasn't a a woke moment that was a truth that unfortunately women have to yeah. face. It's just right. So mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. I'm glad they gave a voice to that. And I, I love the show. I, it's going to get funnier. It, it's witty. It's creative. And apparently there's going to be a lot more Marvel cameos than ju- just the one we got, which was already, well, I love the way they the prison ended break. at the end. Cause for the longest time after you, cause for, for months, Wong can test this after seeing Shang-Chi, I'm like, where is this leading? Where is this leading with Wong? I was like, like come be on. Patient, be patient. Hulk. I was like, yes, <laughs> finally, it paid off. <laughs> right. Well, and I actually saw a TikTok today that was, it's not quite a cameo, but it's like, it could be. Like, it kind of sets it up where someone pointed out that on um, Jennifer's computer when she was like, you know, searching, like, is that, like, what was she was doing? Like, 10, like, dead, offbeat, like, yeah, offbeat jobs. restart yeah. jobs. Yeah. Yeah. And in the corner on, like, the related stories, one of them was, um, like, man gets into bar fight with metal claws. And so people were like, oh, my uh-huh. gosh, is that Wolverine? Or, like, is Wolverine coming? And then there was also, like, an Eternals reference. It was like, why a giant man figure sticking out of the ocean? But there was yes. finally. Marvel, <laughs> Marvel listens, bro. Even the, even the Bruce yeah. Banner one where he's like, I feel like I'm a completely different person. And it's like a nod and wink to the Edward Norton casting. So they, they listen to the fans, man. Yeah. And they give, they give little oh, yeah. hat tips every now and then. Yeah, for sure. It's a great, it's a great sitcom. And I hate all the hate yeah. it's getting. It's like, I'm sorry, let me see your CG uh, reel. Like, how are you going to CGI? <laughs> I, can't, I can't master I'm Photoshop. Sorry, we didn't have a seven-foot woman. <laughs> yeah. I can't master Photoshop. I am not going to criticize a CG artist. Not just... 
I can barely. Yeah, her, so. exactly. <laughs> I got stick figures for you for days. She-Hulk would have been a green stick figure if I was in charge of animation, folks. So let's let's just enjoy what we yep. have. Um, what about you, Trey? You got any shows you love or hate right now? I know chat said House of Dragons. That is all. That, that's the that's one I'm going to talk about because it's a really controversial that's Dante's one. pick. House of Dragons. That is all, he says. I guess I'll talk about Ali's because her and I love that one. Okay. And I haven't seen all mm-hmm. of the other one. So... Unfortunately, we had the travesty of the eighth season of Game of Thrones. It didn't end the way everybody wanted it to. It was a great television show. For the record, I hate this one. This is one of my hates. Just so you. Yeah. That one was like, I get it. Like, I even rewatched it. I was like, yeah, that was terrible pacing. It was terrible choices with the show. Like, they rushed it. Like, what were you thinking, David Benioff? Like, and DBY is like, come on. What were you thinking? And so with this new one, you, you kind of go into it, you know, with a bit of salty taste. And it's like, I don't want to give this any more money or anything like that. But then you go back to King's Landing again and you see the beautiful uh, red keep and these sets and these people in their costumes and these knights and these action scenes and then dragons right out the gate. It's I'm back in, I'm back in Westeros again and, I, and I'm all here for it. And the beautiful thing that they do at the beginning of the show, this takes place 172 years before Daenerys Targaryen. Like, they make that very clear. Like, they, there's no relation to that yeah. story whatsoever. It's happened hundreds of years before that, which is kind of nice, which is like, this is a clean slate. Let's enjoy mm-hmm. this story, and I can't wait to see where nice. it goes. I, I think it's <laughs> it's a lot like our Star Wars episodes we were talking about for the longest, oh, Hannah. Yeah. We were like, enough with the Skywalker saga. Like, let's get away from this family. I don't want to see any more of this family. Giant galaxy, you're going to follow this Throughout one the whole family. galaxy. And then Obi-Wan series came out, and we were like, we need more of this family. I need to know what happens to little Leia. I want a little <laughs> Leia series. I want a little Luke series. We suddenly were right back in eating our words, just like, mm. Yep. That is me with House of the Dragon. It's like I started rewatching Game of Thrones again because it's like I love this world that George yeah, R. R. Martin's created. He has created an amazing world. My love, I guess, is going to be Sandman. Ali B mentioned it in the comments. <sighs> it is such a good show on Netflix. This is what DC does best. They're obscure, dark characters. They can't figure out their movies for shit. But man, <laughs> Sandman is perfect. Neil Gaiman did a great job with the graphic novel. If y'all haven't heard the audiobook, definitely go give that a listen because they have uh, actresses and actors like Kat Dennings is in there. She plays death mm. and it's, Oh, it's so good. It's such a good story they tell across and the show does a really good job of giving it not with the same depth, obviously that the the graphic novels do because they have a lot more space to run with the story and give you thir- 16 hours of content as opposed to, Packing that into ten episodes. If you love fantasy in general, you it is watch a great this. show about the uh, the Sandman, essentially the the god of the king of dreams. And if you, if you like characters like Constantine, Lucifer, uh, these are all DC characters that cameo in this, but they have a twist on them. Lucifer's a female in this one. She's actually a Game of Thrones actress alum, and um, also uh, C- Constantine is Joanna Constantine. So we get to see a female Constantine, which is just as witty, just as snarky, and the exact same smartass. And I loved it. I love I love everything about the Sandman. The show is tells such a good story. And then it has like an epilogue type ending where you just kind of go on adventures. And they uploaded two new bonus episodes. So if you're a cat owner, I think you'll really appreciate that one, but you you might also get some waterworks because I know Allie mentioned she cried in one of the episodes because there's a scene uh, where they have to get rid of kittens. They don't have to, but the husband wants to get rid of the kittens that this cat just got impregnated with, and he disposes of them in the most horrible way. So, yeah, no, it's definitely... <laughs> Oh, you're still yeah, in this no, episode. But, but, but it is told from the cat's <laughs> perspective. It's an animated take on the episode. Aww. It's called The Dream of a Thousand Cats. Mm. And it, it's, it's cool. It, it's really cool to see. And then... It's been a fantastic show so far. I'm dude, only on you're gonna You're going to love it. Especially the bonus episodes. The Calliope bonus episode. Oh, man. 
because they're throwing Greek mythology. Like they've already gave you all these gods and pantheon. Oh yeah. Like desire and despair and death, and then the the prodigal son they keep referencing. Um, but they give you Greek mythology in that little bonus one. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but it is cool because you got to get to see the greed of man. And uh, it's just Sandman. Watch it on Netflix. That's pretty much all I have to say. <laughs> if not, I'll ramble about that one. Because um, when I, I I love these shows, I love these nerdy shows. Um, Superman and Lois. I love those are when DC when DC when no one's paying attention to the DC team and the the writers can just create. I think that's where they have their most success. But they unfortunately have some delays. Um, Shazam and Black Adam are both being pushed back to next year. So no longer coming out in December. We're gonna have to wait till next summer for Shazam, uh, and I think next november or so for for black adam um it, it was so <laughs> close it was october yeah. i was gonna watch black adam they already did their <sighs> they did promo they did not black adam was i wrong was it not black adam what got pushed back hold on outlaw bishop saying uh black adam didn't get pushed back oh yeah it's shazam and aquaman not black adam thank the lord Thank you, Jesus. Like, what? They did the San Diego Comic-Con? Yeah. No, well, they did that for Shazam, too. They did that for Shazam, and that got pushed back. But Aquaman's getting pushed back all the way to, like, December 2024. So I'm like, reshoots? Yeah, right. <laughs> let's, let's maybe get rid of this. Amelia Maybe? Clark, maybe? Yeah. I think she'd be a great, she'd be a great one. Yeah, no, Amelia Clark, I would 100% love to be the replacement. And Ezra Miller, they say, is in rehab, and they're going to try to save that Flash film because that's $200 million a movie. Just Flashpoint it. <laughs> they already Flashpoint. shot it, Trey. Deep they already em. shot it. Deep fake them. <laughs> Deep fake them right out of it. Just someone else on Ezra Miller's <laughs> face. We'll put, yeah, you'll do, I'll it. do it. Well, you already got a cool hair style, so we could do yeah, Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> I can't. It looks really cool in the wind when I run really fast. I bet. I bet. We're going to have, I trust me, my stick figures, I will draw the best special effects for you. Me and Hannah. Oh, Hannah's going to thank you. I need all the lightning. <laughs> Hannah's in charge of lightning because I only do stick figures. Okay. Okay. That's fair. <laughs> so, <laughs> want to see that movie now? <laughs> I would totally do it. We need to, we did a trailer. And this is what I loved about TikTok. The creativity we had. We created a, a Fast and Furious meets Jurassic Park <laughs> trailer to put on TikTok. And me and Trey shot this hilarious, like, the Fast and the Furious cube. Very, very high, high budget. budget trailer for our pitch for the next Fast <laughs> Furious movie. It was like the Fast and the Furious meets right. Jurassic Park. And it's hilarious. I think it's on our TikTok. But no, we love that app. We created, we, we blew up. We got on pretty early because my wife told us told me to get on it and i was for the longest i was like no i don't want to i don't want to do that app i don't want to no i don't want to <laughs> it's just, it's kids, just dancing kids dancing on there. i don't want to be on a list i don't want the fbi to call and ask me what i'm doing on tiktok no but then i got into it and it like rabbit hole i was in and the people it was so different from other social medias because you would just be creative it was just a creative outlet to yeah. spread your love for all the characters you love all the ideas you have so we quickly like ballooned up to like 26,000 just literally doing cosplay content and funny TikToks that we thought would be hilarious to other people. And apparently they agreed. Some of them blew up. Thirst traps before thirst traps were a thing. We, we were doing <laughs> thirst traps back in 2019 or 2020. We originated it. <laughs> no, it was, it was a lot of fun though. What, what, are, what are some of your, before we go, what are some of your favorite aspects of TikTok as an app? And just your time there with all of your friends. Yeah. Um, I mean, definitely just the community, the people. Because I'll admit, sometimes the TikTok algorithm is buggy a little, like a lot of the time. And so it's really annoying, especially for cosplayers. Um, it seems the, algor either the, uh, the algorithm tends to suppress cosplayers, especially cosplayers who are people of color. Um, so that's something that even just the cosplay community is trying to fix on its own of just like promoting and like boosting uh people of color and like minority cosplayers which is really awesome 
Um, but just the people there has been great. Even when the app's being annoying, you know, it's great to have your friends on there and your friends who, you know, hype you up and just, and getting to see just how talented and amazing they are. I mean, like, I love looking at my mutuals and I'm just like, oh my gosh, they look so good. Like, they're so talented. They're so great. I love seeing all their new cosplays, their old cosplays, just, just that shared creative space, you know, like just seeing everyone's creativity and everyone's love and passion for, you know, characters and shows and, it's just really great. I've really loved the community. Yeah, it's it is it, the creativity. Seeing them do their thing, it makes you want to go out and create and do stuff together. Yeah. So that's kind of what mm-hmm. also inspired me to do photography. Is there's so many cool like TikTok photographers who just randomly take photos of people and they get amazing shots. And it's just them showing their love for the craft, and they kind of give you all their tips and tricks. Everybody's on there just kind of giving free info to other people who want to be creative just like them. Cosplayers are showing you, oh, this is how I made these horns. Oh, you want some of these? This is how I did it. Go to my YouTube for the full. Yeah. It, it's a great way to get exposure for people. It is starting to get a lot more people, so it is messing with the algorithm because there's so many cosplayers now. It's hard for everybody to yeah. get a shot. But like you said, the community is trying to do its best to uplift minority cosplayers and and streamers, and I love seeing it. So... And it gives us opportunities like this, having individuals such as yourself on the show. So Hannah, before we go, how does, how do they find you? I'm going to put your handle on the screen. Whoa, wait, 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 wait. We have a very, very important question. I didn't know if we were going to ask it. That could not be here. Okay. We have to, we have to, because I'm sure she asked. This is controversial stuff, Trey. People have been canceled (laughs) over this question. I, so, I know. I know. All right. It's got to be asked. Right. I hope Hannah's all ready right. to answer it. Are you this ready? Life or death. Life I'm or death. Ready. Okay. If you were a Girl Scout cookie, which cookie would you be? Yes. I remember she asked me this. Like, Ooh. <laughs> now we get to see what her answer, if it matches or if she yep. lied. Because yep. last time, because when we saw last time, it was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think last time. I said Thin Mint just because it's my favorite. And I feel like you just kind of can't go wrong with the Thin Mint. Like, it's just, it's just it's a, a good choice. choice. Yeah, so I think I, I just say Thin Mint because it's like, it's, it's simple. Finally. I like it. So. Finally, we know what she said on thin the tape. out of the freezer. Yep, now we know. <laughs> so where do we find you on social? I got your Instagram handle on the screen, but where do they find you across all apps? Yeah, so on both Instagram and TikTok, I'm underscore Hannah Dove underscore, and that's with an H at the end. Um, yeah, those are my two. Main so platforms. it's underscore Hannah Dove underscore. Yes. Okay. Well, then yes. I had the wrong handle on the screen, but that's okay because I fixed it on the fly. At <laughs> underscore Hannah Dove underscore. Now it's now it's right on the screen. It's right down there. So I'm going to try to do the finger point thing. It's right down there. I mean, I'm sure even if you just looked up (laughs) a dove, it would come up. So underscores, do they really matter? (laughs) Well, we wish you all the success. We thank you so much for being on the show with us. Thank you to chat for being so lively and and dropping all the comments. We love blue people. Fair enough. Oh, Carlos is here. Yeah, he was, he was, yeah, Carlos was at, at Colossal Con and, I'm so sad that I missed him. CM Cosplay uh, and his beautiful wife, Lev. Oh, she is amazing. Um, Damn, we have so many cosplayers in the comments. What up? Allie B, Outlaw Bishop. Thank y'all so much for tuning into the stream. Uh, Love you guys. Thank you again, Hannah, for being our guest. But that's the show for this week. We will have more to come, guys. Now we're going to be everywhere again. Twitch, Facebook, YouTube. So be sure to follow. We out. Blowing my mind. Blowing my mind.